Hi friends, welcome back. Let's talk about my portfolio results in 2022 and what I learned from them. But first of all, some housekeeping. Um, I have these Philips Hue lights. I always used the same light, so uh, now I tried to use uh, different lights for uh, different videos. So welcome to a new light setting. And also, I hope that now my camera um, problems are fixed. Um, I had some glitches um, where there was some flickering. Um, I now switched out my USB hub, so I hope uh, that works. And of course, if you have any questions or comments, if you're watching this live, um, let me know in the chat. Uh, say hi, where you're from, where you're watching, and uh, yeah, let's dive into it. So basically, um, yeah, as I always talk in my 100 bagger video, um, I have my 100 bagger strategy. Of course, it's great um, to potentially achieve a 100 bagger, but the downside is that you need to stomach really, really large drops. And um, intellectually, of course, um, I know it. Um, uh, I've prepared for it. It's not my first ride. I've been investing for a long time. But nevertheless, my portfolio was down 59% last year. And I not just invested a small part, I basically have all my net worth invested in my portfolio. So basically my net worth more than, um, yeah, was cut more than in half, which of course is painful. And today I want to take the time to honestly reflect about it. Um, yeah, and think about how to potentially improve it or um, to just maybe realize that this is part of the game if, um, yeah, I really want to um, implement my 100-bagger strategy. So um, again, I also talked about it a, long, uh, a lot on this channel, but I think it's important to reiterate, especially in difficult times, this is completely normal. It's normal if you are um, yeah, following a 100-bagger strategy, or it's also normal if you are following a regular value investing strategy or investing strategy as Warren Buffett does. Warren Buffett in the past um, 60 years had three occasions where his complete portfolio was cut in half from top tick to bottom tick, 50% or more in, uh, in decline. So basically, he has 99% of his wealth invested in Berkshire Hathaway. So his net worth dropped three times, 50% or more. And I think he also says that his business partner, Charlie Munger, says that in a lot of interviews, if you are not um, capable to stomach a minus 50% return, uh, maybe three times um, in 50 years, then you are not made to be a good investor, a good long-term investor, and also reap the benefits of being a long-term investor. But of course, um, I always think about, um, yeah, how could I potentially improve that? How could I reduce the volatility while <laughs> still enjoying those great potential returns that we will hopefully get um, by following um, my strategy? And um, yeah, my honest first reflection is that if not even the greatest or one of the greatest investors of all time, Warren Buffett, has figured out how to deal with the volatility. Here, minus 48% in 1947, minus 23% uh, in 1990, minus 20%, minus 31% in 2008, and so on and so forth. Um, if he hasn't figured it out, 
um, who am I <laughs> to, to figure out a better strategy? But I'm still um, having some ideas how I could potentially improve it. Um, of course, um, everything comes with a trade-off, everything, uh, nothing is free. Um, so we will talk about that in this video. But first of all, minus 59% more than uh, cut in half. It's really, really painful. I also, as I talked about in my last video, I have some uh, friends and family that I also help investing and they are also down. And of course, they are not following the markets as closely as I am and are maybe not as convinced as I am in the in the individual positions. So of course, it was uh, painful to explain it to them and to um, yeah uh, help them manage uh, their emotions. I talked about that in my last video. So if you haven't watched that, I highly recommend uh, you to do so. But uh, first of all, the good news. The good news is that the bad times are not here forever. So for example, um, Tesla is now up 31% uh, year to date. Bitcoin is up 37% year to date. If you held Bitcoin through GBTC, it's up 53% year to date. Amazon is up 13% uh, year to date. Um, Google is up 12%. So basically, um, this is the first lesson that um, even if you have a bear market that lasts for a year, um, everything is painful, everything is uh, yeah, basically going sideways uh, for the past couple of months, uh, then it's completely natural to think that this will continue. Um, of course, it could continue. There is no guarantee that it will uh, reverse. Uh, but uh, history shows that every bear market so far reversed and we saw new all-time highs. Because why? Because the um, world economy is still growing, because we have new innovations, because uh, the number of people on Earth is still growing. So that's the reason why the world, world economy is still growing. We have more digitization. We have more efficient companies, better products. So it's clear for me that the world economy will be growing for a long time to go. And therefore, the stock market in general sh uh, should uh, grow um, on average over a long period of time. So um, I don't know whether this was the bottom yet. Maybe this was just a fake um, pump and then we will reverse and we will lose um, everything that we gained now. I have no idea what will happen in the short term. But um, yeah, basically this shows that everything can change in a heartbeat. Um, yeah, it was basically the best month, um, I think, ever for my portfolio. I think I'm up 28% now year to date so far um, in the first 23 days. Absolutely mind-boggling. And who knows, maybe this was the bottom in end of December. Maybe it wasn't. Um, I have no idea. What I know is that I'm following my 100-bagger strategy. I'm really convinced that if you invest in the right investments, and I believe I, I have done so, or the bets, I actually like the bets. Of course, there is never a guarantee that the bets will uh, turn out uh, well. Uh, but I think that the uh, the yeah the the likelihoods uh, the uh, yeah are in my favor. So um, I'm really happy to invest in that. But it's really hard, and it could actually be much worse because the portfolio could actually drop by 80 percent or even more. Amazon dropped 90 percent. Apple dropped uh, 80 percent uh, two times in its a uh, huge um, rise now. So um, yeah, uh, it could get a lot worse. So um, yeah, don't get blinded by now this pump. It could be 
a fake pump, it could reverse. We could see much, much lower lows, but this does not change the strategy. The strategy is to find fantastic investing opportunities, um, investing opportunities that are growing, that have strong fundamentals, where the fundamentals are growing long-term and where um, as long as the story is intact, I am not selling. Because on average, it took 26 years um, to get to a 100-bagger. Uh, so um, yeah, why sell after three years, after five years, after 10 years? It does not make any sense. And again, even if we forget about the short term, about now this nice uh, January, of course, it's, uh, it feels nice to, to have uh, such a high jump. Um, even if we um, zoom out five years, we're still up 500% for Tesla. If we zoom out five years, we're still up 150% for Bitcoin. If we zoom out five years, here we're down actually for GPTC because GPTC started with a huge premium five years ago. So here we would actually have lost money. Um, Amazon five years is plus 38%. Google five years is plus 68%. So this is another lesson. Um, we have to be in the market for a really long time. And if we are, then we can actually stomach these declines and be still positive when we zoom out three years, five years, 10 years. That's the second lesson. But generally, what I'm really starting to think about, especially with um, yeah, my 100-packer strategy, is how to protect against this huge volatility, how to protect against 60 70% declines in Tesla, in Bitcoin, in other um, high-growing investments that I have. And yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about different um, options, right? I mean, you could have um, one option is to sell everything when you have a new all-time high and hope for lower prices so that you can buy in at lower prices. Um, of course, if you would have caught, um, yeah, maybe selling Tesla somewhere here, then of course you could have um, much more shares now if you bought back, but this is market timing and I'm not comfortable with doing market timing. So then you could adjust the strategy and you could say, okay, maybe just sell 25% when we see a new all-time high or if we see multiple all-time highs, maybe sell 25%. So you still have 75% that you can keep going. And if it drops, then you have 25% in cash that you could um, rebuy uh, more shares with. Um, that's the second option. And the third option I'm thinking about is to use hedging strategies. Um, hedging has been um, around um, for a long time. I just haven't learned it yet. I'm, I'm still in the camp of Hunter Baggers and Warren Buffett, basically just buy and hold investing. Uh, but I don't protect myself um, against the downside. And one way how you can protect um, yourself against the downside is to buy protection for it. Uh, to buy insurance. And insurance could be in the form of options, for example. So you could buy a hedging. Um, uh, you could do a hedging strategy by, for example, buying put options when it's, for example, when, when it's a new all-time high or when you have multiple all-time highs. Um, of course, options and hedging is also a form of market timing. But the benefit would be how it works is that you basically invest a few percent of your portfolio um, as, as far as, as I learned it so far, so maybe you invest 3% of your portfolio value. So if, you, if your value is 100,000, then you maybe have to invest an additional $3,000 to buy put options, for example, to protect you then against 
a decline of, let's say, 30% or more. Um, and that way you can buy insurance. And of course, if then the stock keeps rising, then you lose the option and you lose the 3%. So again, as I said, it's not free. So um, you could lose the initial 3%, but you could protect yourself with an investment of 3%. Uh, I'm just making up numbers. I, I don't know how, how much it is. Of course, it depends on the on the option prices and the, the duration of the options and things like that. But um, for a certain percentage, you can protect yourself for a certain period of time against a huge drop. And that's what I'm now, um, yeah, want to investigate um, this year. So I have started to do this free course here on Coursera, um, Options and Futures. It's offered by interactive brokers. Um, uh, yeah, a really um, good source, really good ratings. So I'm now learning about options, how to do it. And I want to learn how could I protect my portfolio against these huge drops of 50, 60, 70%. Because I believe that in the things that I'm investing in, Tesla, Bitcoin, um, other high growing opportunities, there will always be volatility. And um, yeah, maybe in the long run, I will lose some percentage points by buying insurance, but maybe I will also gain uh, basically um, by... Uh, yeah, not being exposed so much uh, for by the by the volatility. So this is my current plan. If you have better plans, let me know in the comments. I'm all ears to hear how you are dealing with uh, volatility, how you are protecting uh, yourself against it. Whether you are doing market timing, whether you are sell are selling parts, um, taking profits, and uh, then redeploying. But for me. I'm not comfortable of selling um, even part of my portfolio because um, I am really confident that these bets will turn out well or that the likelihood of them are uh, yeah, basically turning out well is really favorable. So um, it's really foolish, I think, to really sell and, and take profits because then you are um, yeah, doing market timing and you never know whether you can actually um, buy the shares then back for a lower price. What if the stock just keeps pumping. What do you do then? Do you um, yeah, reinvest when, when the stock is much higher or, or what do you do? And I think for me, um, the, the options or the hedging strategy just seems much more reasonable to just buy insurance. Um, if you don't need the insurance, then you yeah, basically lost money on it, but you still had the protection. And if um, there will be huge volatility, then you can profit from that. Then you can take the profits from this hedging and then um, redeploy it into the same stock and buy and purchasing additional stocks for a cheaper price. So that's um, my plan right now to, to learn about that. If you have any other resources other than this course, let me know in the comments. I'm really open to learn. Um, it's a complete new field for me. I've never done options and never done hedging, but um, yeah, I think it's really worth to investigate it and to really see how much would I need to pay to protect myself um, from really, really high volatility. So for example, maybe it would be now worth it to protect um, myself for, for yeah, to, to basically protect myself from a, a drop in, in Bitcoin and Tesla. And maybe I could, um, yeah, maybe I could buy um, protection against that, insurance against that. So that's what I'm thinking. Or maybe I will wait uh, for new all-time highs. That's of course up for debate. But uh, yeah, that's that's my current thinking. And then in other news, um, as you know, I've also already talked about it in my other videos. 
I am also following some other indicators, for example, the CTO Larson indicator. I really love his YouTube channel, really down to earth and uh, great information. I'm not a technical analysis guy, so yeah, I'm, I'm not 100% um, uh, convinced that, that this method is, is the end-all be-all, but I think it's a nice indicator to use additionally. And what I'm thinking, for example, so you basically, it's a trend-following indicator, so whenever there is a positive trend, it flips gold. And then uh, as long as the trend is positive, it stays gold. And then once the trend flips negative, it flips blue. And then basically, according to this um, strategy that, that, uh, uh, that Larson is here um, suggesting, you basically buy when there is a gold flip and you sell when there is a blue flip. Um, and my idea would be, maybe we could use such indicators to purchase insurance. So for example, when there is a gold flip, of course you can uh, leave your investment uh, growing. And then when there is a blue flip, you could actually purchase um, put options, for example. So this is one idea I am considering. And then if we have a look now at Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin since, uh, yeah, when was that? No, December, 2021 was now basically in a downtrend. We had a short uptrend here in uh, April. It turned out blue again, but now it turned out it it basically flipped gold again. So basically, we are now in a positive trend for Bitcoin. Of course, this this could reverse um, any time, but um, this is interesting. So maybe I will let it run until it flips blue and then protect myself against the new um, downside. That could be one option. And again, in, in the comments or in the description, I have. Uh, email address. You can email uh, info at ctolarson.com if you're interested to purchase his course. Um, it, this also gives you access to his indicator. Um, if you mention my name, then you get 10% off. I also get a bonus, so it's a win-win. So if you're interested, if you're um, interested in using this indicator and also using um, his knowledge, uh, this this course was was really great. I, I, I uh, bought it and I loved it. Um, so uh, yeah, then you could email him for 10% off. And then in other news, we also um, have uh, DeFi chain. Um, this is a really small part of my portfolio, but still it's, it's there. Um, I recently invested $50,000 or a couple of months ago, uh, invested $50,000 in the DUSD trade. It was supposed to be an arbitrage trade. It went, I think, um, yeah, I invested somewhere here in mid-October, I think when uh, the USD price was, I think, uh, 78 cents. <clears throat> and then it dropped uh, significantly. Uh, yeah, the low was around 51 cents. Um, additionally, um, yeah, in addition, there was a, there is a the DEX fee of 30%. So the, the net actually was around 20, uh, yeah, 21% or so. So really, really low for a uh, for an algorithmic stable coin. But since then, we now have some new burn bots. I have to do uh, yeah, some detailed analysis on this. Maybe I will do a separate video on this. But the short news is that it went from 51 cents to now 85 cents. So if you deduct the 30% stabilization fee, we are now at uh, 55 cents. Um, so yeah, actually it's it's turning into the right direction. And if we have a look at the, at the trends for uh, DFI, for example, then DFI is still in this really, really long um, negative trend uh, according to this indicator, and we haven't turned uh, positive yet. So this is something to keep in mind. 
but maybe who knows when uh, DFI will turn to a positive trend, then maybe I will switch my DUSD back to DFI and uh, see whether um, we can yeah, make some, make some gains there. So that's uh, what, uh, yeah, regarding my portfolio, what I'm thinking about, what we also need to keep in mind is that uh, Genesis now filed for bankruptcy. So this whole Gemini uh, Genesis DCG um, topic is still uh, current and uh, I think it will be there for the next weeks and months. So we have now the next chapter. Uh, Genesis is now bankrupt and we also have some uh, problems with the uh, Silvergate Bank. Silvergate um, is involved with uh, uh, some stable coins, uh, USDC and other uh, stable coins. I think the BUSD and maybe others. And uh, yeah, apparently there's there are some problems uh, with with it. So uh, yeah, just watch out, um, watch out for a potential stable coin <laughs> implosions um, and protect yourself by diversifying and uh, just be be cautious and maybe. Yeah, maybe you could also buy some protection against that. So I think, um, yeah, these are my uh, thoughts. Let's have a look at what uh, you are saying in the comments. Chuck, looking good. Um, are you feeling better or worse about GBTC today compared to weeks ago? Why? Um, I think I feel a little bit better because um, I still think the BTC are really there. So we have the underlying um, assets are there. We now have this campaign, the redeemgbtc.com campaign. I think this will really, this is putting out pressure. And I think now with, uh, yeah, with the whole Genesis bankruptcy, um, yeah, this, this will uh, lead, uh, yeah, to, to be a catalyst uh, to, to finally find a solution. What's, what's happening with, with uh, DCG and, and all of that. And I think, um, yeah, especially now this uh, this redeem campaign, I hope will put pressure on DCG and Grayscale and will help to close uh, the the discount. And of course, if we now would see that the pump would be sustainable, if we would start to see I don't know Bitcoin prices of twenty five, thirty, maybe forty thousand dollars, then I could totally imagine the discount going down to I don't know maybe ten percent or so, which would I think be uh, uh, yeah, uh, a level where I could uh, imagine myself to flip away from GPTC and and reinvest it into some other uh, BTC uh, BTC exposure. Um, so yeah, I think I'm comfortable. I'm feeling better, but of course it could turn out the other way. The discount could grow again. So you never know what will happen. But I'm willing to to wait. I'm even willing to wait for the spot ETF. Um, however long it's, it might take. So I think there are some good uh, catalysts on the horizon, but it just might take a really long time to fix. Uh, Stefan, thanks for the real talk. My portfolio also declined 33, uh, 63%. Yeah, I think it's really important to not just focus on the wins because a lot of YouTubers just focus, first of all, on a small part of their portfolio. I'm always talking about my whole net worth. I basically have all my net worth invested in the 100 bagger strategy. So it's basically everything I own. Of course, I still have um, other lessons, of course, are I have my cash reserve. I also talk about that. I always have one or two years of um, living expenses in cash, not in stable coins, just on the bank in cash, not earning anything on it. But this is just my cushion. Um, uh, if 
things go wrong so that I don't have to sell at a bad time. So I highly encourage you to have a cash reserve. Maybe if you have a stable job, maybe six months is enough. Maybe nine months or 12 months is enough. Um, maybe if you want to be comfortable and you can, uh, yeah, you can afford it, you could even go as high as three years or five years to really sleep well. Um, so uh, this is important. And the second learning, of course, is I don't use any leverage and any margin. A lot of people are also using margin and leverage and they have been wiped out. They have been, uh, they had margin, margin calls and they had liquidations. So this is also part of the decline um, because many people were overexposed, used leverage, used margin, and they were completely slaughtered. So um, this is the second lesson. And I think, um, yeah, it's also important, as I said, uh, many YouTubers just show, for example, their stock or crypto portfolio, but the majority of their net worth, for example, is in real estate. Um, so um, they only talk about stocks. So you always have to talk about and see the whole situation. And the situation for each person is completely different. You have other obligations in terms of your family, in terms of yourself, um, yeah, in terms of your um, age and, and risk uh, tolerance. And yeah, basically your, your portfolio uh, structure, maybe some inheritance that will uh, come in, in 10 years or 20 years. These are all considerations that you have to, uh, that you have to make. And um, for me, it's important to just not only talk about the wins, but also talk about the hardships because it's really hard to have a minus 59 or minus 63% uh, year. It's really, really hard. Um, I'm not pretending that it's not hard. Um, of course, intellectually, I know that it can decline a lot. Um, fortunately, it's not my first rodeo. As I said, in uh, 2015, I had a 30% temporary drop. I think in 2018, I had a 30% temporary drop. And now I had a 59% uh, temporary drop, hopefully. So uh, yeah, I just want to talk about not only the good times, but also the bad times. But on the other hand, I'm really firmly, I'm so <laughs> confident that my portfolio will work out in the long term um, that I'm yeah, just willing to wait. And I'm not only willing to wait, I'm also willing to uh, rebalance my portfolio. So for example, what I did in uh, the beginning of January, January 3rd, I rebalanced my whole portfolio and I um, yeah, bought more Bitcoin. I bought more Tesla. I bought more Tesla at 108. I bought more Bitcoin at under 17,000. So um, yeah, who knows? I, I wasn't uh, yeah, trying to catch the bottom or anything. Of course, it could go lower much more. But for me, it was just a good time to rebalance my portfolio and to position myself for the next five years and for the next 10 years. And I think when I think about the next five or 10 years, then these rebalances absolutely make sense. And of course, now in the short term, they worked out fantastically. But um, again, I'm not a short term trader. So this is just um, a small boost. It feels good after such a bad year, but I'm not counting on it. I'm not taking profits right now. Maybe I will now think about uh, protect these profits with, with options. Maybe I, I will, um, uh, yeah. Uh, dip my toes <laughs> into that. Um, but uh, other than that, um, these are just long-term uh, considerations that I am uh, that I am making. Okay, Chuck, uh, thank you for watching, everybody. If you have any comments or questions, uh, let me know in the comments. Um, let me know what your performance was for your whole portfolio, your, your whole net worth. Please also include your cash position. So if you have a large part in cash, 
This is also part of your portfolio, of course, also include real estate and other assets. And just let us know what was your performance and what did you learn from it? Do you consider also protecting yourself um, with um, hedging strategies or do you just um, apply buy and hold? Are you a trader? Are you using technical analysis? Just let us know your learnings and hopefully we can share and learn together. So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this real talk and uh, yeah, subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. And uh, yeah, let us know uh, your thoughts in the comments below and keep watching by clicking on this recommended video. See you next time.